0: Good morning, my name is Alan Archer. I'm the Director of Supply Chain for Houston Healthcare down in Warner Robins, Georgia. Uh, It's an honor to be back here with you today speaking for ARM and gonna talk about some contracting today. So first things first that I wanna tell you is that I am not an attorney. Um, I did not sleep at a Holiday Inn Express last night. Um, But I have had 15 years experience writing contracts and working with suppliers to ensure that we have the materials we need. I've been able to do that across multiple states with different health systems, different size health systems, and really had the opportunity to do it with a variety of categories. And I hope to share some of those best practices with you today in this short little five minute clip. First things first, it's really important to talk about who is responsible at your organization um, for reviewing these documents and writing these contracts. Some places it's the supply chain, some places it's the legal departments. Um, It's really depending on where you're at. And so a lot of what you'll hear me say today has to say what works best for your organization. Because I'll tell you, working from one to another, they are different and you really got to do what you're comfortable and what your counsel's comfortable with for your facility. Um, So really we're just going to kind of jump right into this and the first thing I'll tell you to do is to get with your internal counsel or maybe your health system works with an external counsel. Really sit with them, spend some time with them and work through a defined standard set of terms and conditions and, and contract requirements that they feel is best for your organization that they're more comfortable with. Define what the term link should be. How do they feel about independent contractors? Where do they want the governing law and the jurisdiction? Do they want a trial by jury? Or are they okay with arbitration? Talk about those defined terms. Get them set, and then start building standard agreements, um, whether that be a supply agreement, a consignment agreement, or a business associate agreement but really work with them to define what is gonna work with your organization and then push that out and start using those going forward. Um, Regardless of what your agreements look like, no matter what tone they have, just make sure that they allow you to do what you need to do uh, to make sure that your health system is protected and to make sure that you get the uh, products that you need so that your clinicians can do their job and take care of your patients. Um, One of the first best practices that I'll tell you to use is the use of technology. Um, You can use the products like Word, some of the the track changes in Word is really nice. uh, PDF Professional looks really nice. There's a bunch of other document systems out there. But the main thing that you wanna do is look professional, be professional. Um, Remember that when you're going in to negotiate a contract, negotiate a deal, everything counts. So if your supplier gets a document from you where you've hand wrote in the margins changes that you want on that document, They're not going to take you as serious as if you send them a track changes document or a nice PDF professional document that shows, you know what? I do know what I'm doing. You need to take me seriously. You need to make sure that we use my document because I am a true professional. The next thing I'll tell you is to make sure that you use standardized communication. I love using email. It allows me to standardize my messaging. I don't have to type out the same email 18,000 different ways have your standard communications that you have, you can put them on a Word file, pull them over into an email when you need to, but it allows you to standardize that communication. It also allows you to focus that communication. You don't want the suppliers out working with your clinicians or your department directors. You want them working with you, the supply chain, or your legal counsel, and it allows you, by using email and standard messaging, to really focus that education or focus that communication. It also allows you to track dates and timelines, going into Outlook and pulling it up and see, okay, what did I see when? Uh, What did I get back from the supplier when? And it allows you to dictate timelines so that you can keep the process moving. Some of our suppliers' um, legal departments are very large and so timelines become really important as you wanna make sure you get through those documents. So really, just in summary, we'll wrap this up. Make sure that you work with your counsel, work with your internal leadership team to define what best works best for your organization. Build those terms and conditions and standardize them whenever you can with all of your suppliers. Remember that you don't have to be an attorney to write a good contract. You need to use what works for your organization. And then remember that a solid contracting process with predefined checklists and tools can help you stay protected and get you the information that you need and the products you need so that your clinicians can take care of your patients. Thank you and it's been a great time talking to you.